Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome everybody to the April 18th edition of Weisscast. It is your host, Aaron Weiss, and I'm a bad, bad boy with your co-hosts. Hold on. What what direction did this just go in? I lost I lost a bet. Oh because okay. <laughs> I was shook. Yeah, I lost a bet. Uh we have this uh, mini basketball hoop here in the house, and I said I said that Hargrove couldn't make it, and he made it. And he said, "You have to say that at some point in the new episode of Weisscast." He didn't want to. He didn't want to wait till like midway through, <laughs> just slide in somewhere. No, but anyways, I'm your host Aaron Weiss, along with my co-host. Hey guys, it's Bryant. Hope you're doing well. Thanks. And. Making his second appearance on Weisscast is Caleb, Aaron so nice. Bryant's friend. So yeah. nice, we let him on twice. Hey, <laughs> I just have that voice for a podcast, you know. Not a voice for radio, but yeah, you, voice for you have the face for radio, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we got we got some good stuff this week. But before we jump into that, I'm gonna ask Siri to tell me a joke. And uh, we'll hop right in. Tell me a joke. What did the virtual assistant say to the human? Stay in as much as you can and wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. That's hilarious. I'll tell you real jokes from now on. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Wow. Siri is so modern. Wow. (laughs) Up to date. That one actually, that one actually got me to chuckle. It's time to get into from around the web. Time for some news. How long have we had that intro for around the web? This is the third week. (laughs) So. This week, Apple unveiled and released the iPhone SE 2. Um, For those who don't know, the iPhone SE is the budget option of the iPhone, and it comes in at $400. It has the internal specs of the newer iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro, and also, um, but has the body of the iPhone 8. They did the same thing a number of years ago with the original iPhone SE. It had the internal specs of, I believe, the 6S or the 7, one of those, uh, but had the body of the 5. And um, it just, it sold like hotcakes. Like, I mean, they made loads and loads of money with it. And I don't know why they don't do this phone, phone line more, other than like once every four years or so. But um, with this phone... Apple comes into this very competitive, inexpensive phone space, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of shocking because it's like the best value in smartphones right now. It is the it 
It is the only 400 or sub $400 phone that came out this year that has um, an amazing camera, wireless charging, and is guaranteed five years of updates. Hmm. This is a huge deal for Apple, and I just wanted I wanted to get some of your guys' thoughts on the SE2. Yeah, I think it looks great. Um, whenever whenever I saw it, I was like, man, you know, normally you know, and and I think it wasn't too too long ago, Aaron, that you and I were talking about we were actually like dogging Apple for like knocking down all of their trade-in value for previously owned iPhones by a hundred dollars. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so like, this is really interesting that I know that that will probably still stand for Apple, but it's really interesting that they have decided to kind of enter this kind of really inexpensive space, especially after releasing, you know, the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 11 that are, you know, an arm and a leg. Yeah. So, Literally two or three times as much as the SE. Yeah. I know I'm a... I probably won't be getting a new phone for another year or two, but I'll probably be buying an iPhone um, SE too. Um, just because I like iPhones. I don't want to pay like a thousand bucks for an iPhone 10. <clears throat> so just getting no ground. And I'm pretty sure I have an 8 right now anyway. Um, I like it all right. So... My biggest thing when it comes to phones is just battery life. Even though I never like run my battery to zero, I just like like being able to go a whole day or more yeah. without having to recharge. Agreed. Um, and so because of the new, you know, the the chipset from the current iPhones, it's more battery efficient, and it doesn't have as big of a screen, so that makes it even better on battery. Um, so it should get, you know, should at the very least through a full day. Um, I think, I think it's it really, said, I think it said something like guaranteed 13 full hours of video watching is what Apple is what Apple said. Oh, like wow. you, could, you could watch you could watch videos for like 13 hours straight and your phone still won't die. Golly goodness. I, who's sitting there watching 13 straight hours of video? Yeah, whoever's doing that needs to go outside for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But it's an incredible incredible value, and I did the math the other day. Um, it, if you get the iPhone SE 2, so the, the new iPhone, um, a pair of AirPods, uh, which is about, you can find them for about 130 bucks, um, the current generation iPad, which you can find for $300 at Best Buy, um, an Apple Watch Series 3, which is a couple years old, but it's still getting updates, still a really solid uh, watch. You can get all that for $750. Bucks. Hmm. Oh, wait, wait. The I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to add the iPad in there. Um, the iPad makes it The iPad makes it about $1,000, um, but the iPad... You know, a lot of people want an iPhone, AirPods, and an Apple Watch. Get all three for seven hundred and fifty bucks, um, or decide to buy yourself, you know, the iPhone Eleven Pro. Like, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Right. Um, I also, like I was saying, throw in the iPad. It's a little over a thousand. 
throw in a MacBook Pro, it's a little over two grand. You have yourself a nice little setup there for about two grand. Yeah. Like, not bad bad at all. Like, Apple's really playing the value game right now, and Mm -hmm. they make some really well-built stuff. Yeah, they do. And, like, I'll probably be buying... I'm hoping to buy a new MacBook in next year or so, because mine... Mm -hmm. I mean, mine's five fish years old. It's still pretty good, but, like, the battery on this has gone... The one problem with it now is the battery's gone down quite a bit in the past year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll... Um, since I've been filming and editing on it a lot recently, I've had to charge it twice a day some days. Dang. So. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Apple's really stepping up their game in terms of... Uh, value for dollar um but that's really all i got on the iphone caleb what, what's your first um topic um, mine is so we've known this for a while but denise velnov i think that's how you say his name he's a french canadian guy first canadian director he is directing the new dune mm-hmm. adaptation um i have not read dune but I've tried at least once. Um, it's my brother's favorite like science fiction thing ever. Um, I've heard people compare Dune as like the Lord of the Rings of the sci-fi like huh. genre. So and people they've been there have been at least two adaptations of Dune before, and both have just not been great from what I understand. Um, and then it was announced this past week that Dune. Um, at least, um, there's, there's several books in Dune. I don't know how many, but just the first book, that's just called Dune, is going to be two separate movies. Um, huh. So, that'd be interesting, and that probably be the only way they can fit all of it in there, from what I've heard from people who've read it. Yeah, this guy did um, Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, this guy, he's one of my favorite directors right now because I love Arrival. Yeah. And Blade Runner 2049 mm-hmm. is probably one of my top five favorite movies. Yeah. So, so he has a sci-fi pedigree. Evil guys. Um, I don't know if he was a family, how much of a family was before this, but um, he's taken a lot of heart to to it, and like Frank Herbert's son. I guess like saw some footage or read the script and was like gave it his seal of approval. Wow. Don't know if he did on the other adaptations or not. So that's interesting. I don't Um, know much about this franchise. Um, Like I didn't I didn't realize that it was like a whole series of books. Yeah. The only the only basis I really know is like sitting around this thing called the Spice Spice Menage or something. And basically. This spice gives you magic powers. It also fuels like starship travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the whole economy of this universe is built around the spice. And the spice only grows on this one planet that's completely a, it's one big desert. And there's giant space, and there's giant like um, sandworms that live in the desert and eat people. Interesting. So. This, there's lots, supposed to be lots of like uh, intrigue and like political stuff. Um, I don't know if it's the same extent of like 
Game of Thrones, but I've heard there's been comparisons of like that kind of feel in some regards of all like the moving pieces happening. So hmm. my brother like loves Dune. Um, but there's also a divide in the fans from what my brother has told me. I think the first three books were written by Frank Herbert himself. And then after that, he like passed away and his son started writing books. Apparently, most of the books that his son wrote are not very good. (laughs) Unlucky man. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Supposed to be a good series. I'm excited to see the movie. Um, I like reading, but. Um, moves are a lot more accessible. And yeah. So. Especially something that, like, I'm not super passionate about. Like, I feel like I need to read this. But, so, I really hope it's good. So there are, he wrote one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. And then his son... His son's written a lot. Hmm. Like, a dozen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the first six are his. Okay. Interesting. I, I'm interested to see this, and hopefully... I mean, it's obviously going to be delayed. Um, mm-hmm. Just nature of things nowadays. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it, because I, I haven't seen a good, like... I don't know. When was what was the last like really good sci-fi movie that I saw? Did you see Did you see Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I didn't. Cause that was really good. Yeah, it was that and like other than like Star Wars, there hasn't been like that space fantasy. And yeah, I was, gonna, I, was, fantasy. I was gonna say Star Wars is hardly sci-fi, so so yeah. yeah. If you can, you can light, you can light speed skip in Star Wars. That's not real. Twice. <laughs> did, did you watch uh, The Expanse? Oh, I have been watching The Expanse. That is high quality sci-fi. Yeah. Is Expanse on Amazon? It is. Prime Video. Dang it, is. it. Dude, it's so good. I want to watch Expanse so bad. The first two. I have not seen the third season. I've heard the third season's great. Yeah, I just started the third season. So. The first two seasons are good? Yeah, the first two seasons are pretty good. See, I like... When I had Amazon Prime Video, I started watching Man in High, The Man in High Castle. And, man, it's so good. <laughs> so good. So good, man. That's a I, show that I've always meant to watch, but never have. There is an interesting, I've only seen the first episode, there's a show on Amazon Prime right now called Tales from the Loop, and it's very, like, um, it's a very interesting world that, that they're in, and it's a lot to figure out, because they're, it's kind of dystopic, but also it's integrated with this very weird technology that's, like, it looks like how the 50s would have imagined the future. But, like, that's the technology they have. Hmm. So it's kind of like analog, futuristic te- technology. That's pretty so, cool. I watched in the first episode. It was kind of weird. 
Um, I'll probably watch more of it, but it's supposed to be pretty good. All right. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Let's go on to your first topic. <clears throat> yeah. So the other day, um, the official Xbox Twitter account released a video asking people to crack the code and uh, to figure out what they were trying to tease slash reveal. And they actually ended up revealing um, the new limited edition Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One. Yo. And it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's tight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it looks I love ridiculous. that controller. <laughs> the controller looks awesome. The Xbox is real cool. I mean, it just looks like it's like it looks like a little chip. Yeah. I mean, and uh, this. So while Cyberpunk 2077 is has has been delayed, not because of coronavirus, just because CD Projekt aren't ready yet. But who knows what's going to happen come September? Yeah. Uh, this is going to be released in June. Oh. Does it come and with a copy of the game, a voucher? I don't. I don't think so. Um, That's some cheese, man. That's interesting. So, I mean, it was it was interesting. Like you would uh, you would go to the Xbox if you went to the Xbox website. So if you went to Xbox.com, you got greeted with like this hacked screen, and it was like flashing all of these images and stuff. And um, and like it like distorted the view of like the Xbox homepage, and then after that you would uh, it would say like return after four days, hmm. uh, and then but they said that it but people were like trying to figure this out, and they said if you pause at the right time, in all those flashing images you could see a silhouette of like an Xbox One console and a controller, and so they went they really went all out. <laughs> Dude, I low key might get this controller. Oh, you can, Doesn't it look I great? Think, I think you can buy the controller individually. Yeah, you can. I guess, like, if I... So, one of things, I, I think, um, like, these, like, panning consoles are so tight. I just, like, don't know. Like, I already have an Xbox, and I don't want to spend three or four hundred bucks on this. Oh, it's no. Like, I w- it's also kind of a shame and kind of sad, too, because yesterday was originally the release date for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> it was it's, originally supposed to be released on the 17th. It's Yikes. a really weird time to come out with a special edition console. Yeah. New, new ones are on the horizon, and I know that they want to get the vanilla ones out first, so they're not going to do a special edition for like a year probably, but I would have loved to see this design on the Series X. Yeah, and I say is I would love to buy that controller, but then like once Series X comes out, it'll work like, with the Series it'll X. Work. Oh, will it? It'll work. Oh, yeah, it'll work. Nice. Well, maybe I'll buy it, man. I'm. That's the thing I'm a little confused about with the controller is like why didn't they just? Because the the only difference there's two differences or three differences with the Series X controller or three main differences. One, they added a button. It's like a share button. Share uh, button. And then two. They um, 
Oh, what was the other things that they did? Oh, they added USB-C. Okay. And then three, they changed the D-pad. Mm-hmm. So that was that's really the main things. And I'm kind of shocked that they didn't just make that this controller. So, but you can maybe, use the Xbox maybe One we're getting Maybe we're getting Cyberpunk early, guys. Maybe we're getting it in June. Oh, maybe. Man. And they're freaking messing with this. They're not messing with this, but... (laughs) No, yeah, so Series X controllers will work with Xbox One and vice versa. Yes. Okay. I think they also added, like, a a better Bluetooth or something. But the Series X controller still uses AA batteries for some reason. I will buy a recharge pack. Actually, I already have them. I always say I'm going to buy multiple batteries from Xbox controller and i never have i did it uh they were on sale one time at best buy and i got two of them mm. it was nice just two batteries two, two battery pack two battery pack <laughs> just got no two like the, the plug and play thing yeah yeah they're nice they are nice um so staying with video games video there's games. a there's a rumor and i think it's a really dumb rumor yeah. Uh, of a dual screen switch. Um, huh. Sounds like something you need to take out and back and shoot. <laughs> I have not heard about this. They just, all right. So <laughs> let me read you this article real quick. Here you go, Wisecast listeners. I just, We're going to read the whole according, thing. According to reports, Nintendo may be working on an updated version of its portable Nintendo Switch with dual screens similar to the Nintendo 3DS XL. A Twitter user named Mike Henskin dug into the Nintendo Switch's latest 10.0.0 firmware update and found that what he claims is preliminary support of a new model of Switch codenamed NX-ABCD, which he believes is support for a second screen. Similar Switch codenames have been used before in previous firmware, like NXABCB, the previous codename for the Nintendo Switch Lite. It is unknown whether or not this would be for a next-generation Nintendo Switch or a form of next-gen 3DS that is compatible with Switch somehow. However, the company expressed there will be no new Switch consoles in 2020. Nintendo has been selling so many Switch units that it's difficult to find one for sale. Um... So that's the whole article. Not very much, but it's all—I mean, it's all rumor. It's all hearsay right now. Like, um, I think it's dumb because they deliberately got out of the the foldable like dual screen market. Like that was a conscious choice, and to go back on that seems odd. Yeah. Um. I mean, it'd be kind of cool because you could kind of protect both screens by closing it. But other than that, I don't see really any advantages to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know why they need a second screen for Switch. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, you don't want Nintendo to just ruin something that has been so good like the switch is just such a good console and then the switch Lite is such a great alternative yeah at a very affordable price i say that as a person who owns one right like and then 
You don't want him to make this like monstrosity. <laughs> right. Do you like the 3DS and the 2DS? Boy, do we have a surprise for you. Well, it's, it's like it's like <laughs> before the Switch when they had the uh the new 3DS that was like kind of a new console, but not really. And like yeah. it had like some new games, but also some not new games. It was weird. I, yeah, it's just I hope I hope that this isn't true. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. I just, I need them, like, I've heard that factories are back open in China. So, just, like, get the supply back up, meet them demand here, because the demand's crazy. Yeah. No, my friend sold his used Switch for, like, 300 bucks on eBay. Just because nice. the demand, demand's so high that, like... There haven't been any new ones in several months, I think. Yeah. It's crazy. Glad I got mine when I did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now, if only my micro SD card would get here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, those so are what, crucial. Would you think. How long do you think it'll be until Nintendo updates the Switch? Um, It's been three years since. And then they just did a slight update at the end of last year they gave it a little bit better battery mm-hmm. and that it's the same spec chip they just gave it the newer one um so it has the same specifications um so they did that light that very light refresh and came out with the, the switch light last year um i think at least 2022 at the very least I would I would say two to three more years. I mean, yeah. I think Nintendo were asked kind of where they, you know, because when Sony and Microsoft both announced their new consoles, obviously they asked the same question to Nintendo, like, hey, you know, Sony and Microsoft are, are re-upping for, like, the next generation of consoles. Where are you at? And Nintendo very deliberately were like, the Switch is in the middle of its life cycle right now. So... I think they've got more plans for, I, it, I would say, at least two to three more years before we get a new Nintendo usually, console. like, console life cycles have generally been around six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo's seven, yeah, a, seven years, right. Nintendo's a little bit of an exception at this point, just because the Wii U was such a flop. Yeah. They, they did it you know, within five years, um, but they really needed to do something. So I think this will be a little bit more of a, co- uh, of a traditional cycle. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the Wii U came out like thir- 2013, 14. Was that 12, right? 12. 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then by, very 20, in- by 2017, the- they had the switches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do going forward. Caleb, I hear we have a, a an up and coming YouTuber to promote. We do. Um, <clears throat> he only has one video out, um, but you can get on the ground floor. Um, he only has eleven subscribers, but you know he has a lot of passion for his work. The channel is called Caleb's Corner. Oh my um, God, it is you! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to hit the link and be like, I'm, I'm about to kibosh this whole thing. 
<laughs> no self-promoting. Also, I'm making so, my own barbecue sauce, Wisecast listeners. It's called <laughs> Brian's BBQ stuff. <laughs> food. So also, I felt really dumb because I just like, it was oh yeah, there's no one else named Caleb's Corner on YouTube until after I made the channel. <laughs> there are ten other people with the name Caleb's Corner. You should have named like Caleb's Caddy Wampus. <laughs> not, I bet that didn't exist. Caleb's Crotch. <laughs> yeah. Then then all your videos would get pulled. Yeah, I'm not sure why not. <laughs> breaching, breaching the TOS of YouTube. <laughs> so yeah. what, what kind of things do you talk about? Uh, well, my first episode is about my favorite band, um, Bleachers. Uh, mostly, I envision the challenge being a space for me to talk about things I like, things I find interesting. I'm f- working on editing an episode right now about my favorite era of video games, which is 2010 to 2013. Interesting. Yeah. That's when Arkham City came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair though, there are a lot of good games in those few years. No, like I like I read a list. Thirteen game, I think. I read like I read a list of games came out in each of those years, and like there are like every year is stacked with some very solid games. We we found that whenever we did our top tens list. Uh, Souls 2010, I think I want to say 2010, 2011, one of the two. Maybe 2012. Either way, in, either way, it's in the range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. New Vegas? New Vegas yeah. is 2010. Yeah. Um, hey, man. Some good games in those years. Mass Effect 2 is 2010. Last of Us, 2013. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> man. GTA 5 is 2013. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that one's going to be... I ended up editing it down because when I put all the, the clips together, it was like almost 13 minutes, and I'm like, man, this is... I, I rambled a little bit too much in that one. So, we shall see. Hope we get it up tomorrow, Monday. So How long yeah. until you become a Let's Player, Caleb? With the face cam and everything. I don't know. I have to... We'll see. Yeah. Get an Elgato. I know, uh, talk with, uh, our friend Nathan, because last night we did the Iron Chef with, uh, Lauren and Megan. Yeah. And we're like, we should do it next week, but film it for my YouTube channel. So, we might be making a, a cooking competition episode of Caleb's Corner. That would be great. I, 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 don't, so. I don't like that. Nice. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, I'm like, you're only one ep- you're only one episode away from a viral video, so I know, know honestly. <laughs> I'm uh I'm actually getting an Elgato from my brother. So I'm really excited about that. Um You gonna start less playing? <laughs> uh man, I thought it'd, it'd be so fun, but I'm not good enough at games, so let's play. <laughs> Dude, have you seen some people let's play out there? Some people freaking suck. <laughs> And that's why people watch them, because they're so bad. You should let's play, like, Dark Souls. Oh, my God. You could, or you you could let's play Jedi Fallen Order on Grandmaster and be uh, and, like, talk a big game and then just get mauled in the prologue. Get prologue. Whacked. 
that was oh, really man. funny. But like you deny that you're bad, even though like <laughs> you're continuing to get just slapped. You get killed like, by Akbu Bagdu forty times before you decide to leave. <laughs> but, oh, no, it's, it's the it's the game, man. The game sucks, not me. Oh man, the controller's a little sticky. <laughs> Be on your like, oh man, my controller's broken. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kayla's corner, man. You guys, if you haven't, if you're watching and you haven't seen this first video, you should you should go watch it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thanks. Enjoyed. Seventy-one views. So hey. hey. But how many likes? That's a good question. I, I haven't looked at how many likes. I don't I don't say that loud because if <laughs> <laughs> sort of like like negative three likes. It has eight. Likes. Oh. Hey, but look, it, no matter how many dislikes it has, it doesn't have as many dislikes as "Baby" by Justin Bieber or like 2018's YouTube Rewind. That's because it's like the most disliked video in YouTube history. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> All right, Brian. What else you got for us? Um, so the uh, Final Fantasy remake came out on the tenth, and uh, it was received pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a really interesting kind of remake. Each each arc in Final Fantasy VII story is its own game. Mm-hmm. So it's being released episodically. So so the first so the so the thing that was released on April 10th all takes place on Midgard, which is where you start the game. And so it's the entire Midgard arc. And it's about 33 hours of content, um, just for one arc of the entire JRPG. Um I watched a couple of reviews about it. I think it's got an 88% right now on Metacritic, which kind of coincides with its um, score on IGN. IGN gave it an 8. Um, they said that kind of, you know, a lot of remakes have, are out right now and um, kind of constitutes the question, like, what is a remake nowadays? You know, like, some, you know, we had the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes that were very, like, faithful re, like, re-adaptations of those games. They really changed a whole lot. Um, some things were different, um, but not really a whole lot was different. It was very familiar if you have played those games in the past. And, um, but the Final Fantasy VII remake is like a complete retelling of the story to a degree. And they've changed a lot of things in the game as well. Hmm. Um, the, the the combat is not turn-based. It's real-time. Um, and they've added a whole bunch of different mechanics with combat and things like that. And um, ultimately, a lot of what I read and what I gathered was that the stories are really cool. A lot of the new things kind of give you more character development with party members. Um, but there was some weird wonky, like filler stuff <laughs> that was very classic JRPG. Like I think they, I think uh, one review that I saw said one of the side quests had a cook literally like hire me to go like to hire um, the main character to go and kill rats. 
which is such a typical like JRPG or MMO thing to do, right? And then another one was you had to like help a little girl find her lost cat. Just <laughs> like, <clears throat> and when games get so big, when when worlds get so big in games, um, it it becomes kind of hard to make all quests feel meaningful because you want to make the world feel meaningful but then if you just put in a bunch of fetch quests it kind of takes all of that meaning out of the game and out of the world you know you don't ever want to give a player quests just to make them feel the like the runtime that the game itself yeah. takes um and a lot of rpgs have suffered from that you know in the last four or five years or so and so Final Fantasy VII's remake kind of suffers from that too, but that still doesn't like prevent it from being a very good game um, and one that I will eventually get on Xbox when it comes out next year. Yep, I, w- I am glad they're putting the point into Xbox because originally they were not, and I think it's only been a recent thing that they've decided to put on Xbox. Yeah, it'd be a huge I've mess never, if they didn't. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. I've also I've wanted to play Final Fantasy VII. Um, just because I've heard so much great stuff about it, um, but never have. Ever just not even the best one. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've heard that nine's the best one. Nine's good. Seven's very iconic. Yeah. Seven. Seven was very iconic, and it was very revolutionary for games. At it was the first the 3D one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the first 3D one, and it. I mean, and it was a a legitimately like open world like there were like yeah there were areas that you could see on the map like in way far in the distance so you could go there right so it was, yeah it was way ahead of its time yeah it, it, it was very much the the ocarina of time of final fantasy hmm. way ahead of its time and i'm glad that it's doing well i mean the remake has been in the works for so long so long oh yeah so i'm glad Cause... that it, it's come out done well so it was like 2014 or 15 and they announced it it might have even been earlier do you remember it like that that um i think it was it e3 was it it, e3? Was, I can't it wasn't e3 like, yeah i think it was an e3 when sony announced like a new final fantasy game and mm-hmm. then we're like we've got one more trailer for you and that was the remake trailer yes. for final fantasy 7 yeah. And it was, like, one of the biggest things in, like, video games at the time. Like, that was when Sony, like, leapt ahead of Microsoft in anything that they were doing. Yeah. When they announced. So, you know, I think what it was, I think that they announced the 7 remake in Final Fantasy fifteen at the same time in yes. 2014. Yeah, and, and, you know, everybody was like, oh, Final Fantasy fifteen looks amazing. And it was. It was a really good game. Um, but then they showed that last trailer, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Because I'm, yeah. I remember watching that, and like, I never played Final Fantasy VII, but like, I've seen it like before, and like, I even recognized like Cloud Sword and mm-hmm. um, the, the guy's system. gun arm. What's the guy with the gun arm? I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. I'm not, I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. But I know Cloud. Um, yeah, know Cloud, everyone, everyone knows Eva. Cloud. Cloud, Tifa, Sephiroth, like all those. Yeah. Uh, those so, 
I feel like Chris Evans is like notorious for any time Sephiroth walks into a room, his music just starts blaring. I hope that's still in Final Fantasy VII's remake. Because he would just walk in a room and like everything would be fine. And the minute he opened the door and walked in, just Sephiroth. It's so bad. (laughs) I was excited because like that's a game I've wanted to play, but like it's not as accessible nowadays. Like. This is a different conversation, but like Knights of the Republic, I want to play that game. Whoa, 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 hold on. You are lucky that there's a screen between us, because I would, I would destroy you. No, don't I you, know. I've tried to play. I have tried to play that game, Brian. And I just, no, yeah, I get it. Like it's on Xbox. But no, still, I have but, it on Xbox. But he says, but the the game is not super accessible to play nowadays, like playability. Uh, so like the story is great. But the gameplay itself is very, 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 very dated. That's yes. that's fair for a new player. For a new player, yeah. For for a new player, and so like that's like that, that's one of the things about about These games movies. like that is that you have to like I don't know. It's I get it. <laughs> Man, if they did these remakes, uh, Kotor one and two, brought them up to twenty twenty. Whoo! I'd buy them so quick. Oh yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I mean, like, there's always rumors that they're gonna do that. I um, know, but who knows now? Who knows? I'm kind of hoping that with the success of like Jedi Fallen Order, that maybe like um, respawn does a <clears throat> like Jedi Order Old Republic game or something. Yeah, but I think they're gonna do some stuff with the, the new era that they just announced oh, yeah. recently. That's far more likely. The, yeah. the High Republic? High Republic, yeah. Guys, we got three topics left, and we, we've been recording for a hot minute, so we might have to cut a couple of them. Yeah. Of the three, what's, what sounds the most in, most interesting? J.J. Abrams developing Justice League Dark and the Shining spinoff show for HBO Max. Uh, Bleacher still haven't said anything about their third album, or In Light of No Time to Die getting pushed back. What are our top three Bond films? I mean, I love a list. I do love a list, too. <laughs> do the Bond films? Let's do the Bond films. Yeah. I I like the Bond movies, but I have not seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wa- I just watched Casino Royale a few nights ago again, and it's it's like my number one. But that's kind of... So good. That's like... Uh, it's nice because, like... Casino Royale is unique in the fact that it's not only probably one of the best, if not the best, Bond film, but also it's like it's just a solid like movie altogether. Yeah, it really is. Um, I really Which Casino Royale did you watch? You're talking about the re the remake? Yeah, the uh, it's about 2006. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, I think it's Goldeneye. Um, that that was really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I've basically only seen like um, Pierce Brosnan and um, Daniel Craig. So yeah, okay. Uh, the older ones before before Timothy Dalton are really campy and kind of cringy, um, <laughs> but they're fun. Um, I grew up watching those. Um, I. I really enjoy Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love Casino Royale. 
Um, but I don't know if that's... Yeah, it should make the top three, but I don't want to have two of the same bond. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm going to do Skyfall, um, License to Kill. I've heard that one's pretty good. Which is Timothy Dalton. And then... Um, I really like... Um, Sean Connery, uh, Goldfinger. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, Goldfinger's Goldfinger's good. If I had to pick my top three, well, three of my favorite, I think I would pick. Um, I think I picked from Russia with Love. Mm. Ooh. Um, I think I picked from Russia with Love. Then I pick. Quantum of Solace. Interesting. I do like Quantum of Solace. <clears throat> Even though Quantum of Solace is not the best. <laughs> I do right. like that one. Um, gosh. And I, I think I... I don't want to pick two of the same, Bond, but I really like Dr. No. Yeah. That's the first one, right? That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, actually, I really, no, not Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale. I'm yeah. gonna, if I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I really like Casino Royale. Also, I, I really like Skyfall a lot. Um, I've probably seen Skyfall more than I have Casino Royale. Yeah, but Craig's would, a good Bond. Daniel Craig's mm-hmm. a good bond. Honestly, though, because I was thinking about after watching Casino Royale, I don't think I've seen Quantum of Solace. I remember, I remember the plot pretty well for Skyfall, but I don't remember Spectre hardly at all. Mm. Same. Um, like, I don't know. Maybe I remember like when I was seeing it, I was like, that's that was good. I didn't think it was bad by any means, but then like, I just don't remember any of it. I don't yeah. think I've seen it since it was in theaters. I think Which we is, saw it together. Yeah. Which was like six years ago almost, I feel like. It was a while ago. It was a long time. Man. So yeah. I, was a, I was a freshman, I think. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? From there, I guess we're going to go into video game 20 questions. Oh, boy. Uh, Caleb, you and I are, you and I are uh, guessing. I feel pretty confident in the two of us. We know our video games. Hope. Well, it's just like, like Commodore 64 or something. And that w- that would be brutal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bryant, take it away. Oh wait, we take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for uh, I'll go first, then you go, Caleb. Um, was this game released before January 1st, 2010? Yes. Was it released after January 1st, 2000? Yes. <laughs> All right, so we have a 10-year... Was it released before January 1st, 2005? No. Okay. So between 2000 and 2005. No, right? no 2005-2005. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, okay. All right. Caleb? Is this um, considered an RPG? No. Interesting. Going for going for the uh, 
genre. Um, was this released um, on the or is sorry on the Palladium? <laughs> no. And sorry. the answer uh, is yes. <laughs> is this a console exclusive game? No. All right, multi-platform. Okay. Just need to figure out which because there's there's two. Does this um does is this game part of a larger franchise that is not just video games? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if that helps you, but yeah. <laughs> did this game come out uh like in the PS2 Xbox GameCube era, like? On the okay, so after that, so PS3, Xbox 360. No, before it'll be Xbox One. I mean, it'll be like PS1 because it was said. No, it's 2005 to 2010, so it'd be. Oh. PS3, so Xbox. Do math. Okay, yes. PS3, oh, Xbox 360. We. I understand. Also, what? How many questions have we asked? I have not been counting. One, two. I'm gonna say six. Yeah, okay. I was gonna guess six. So, um, so mine will be six, I think. Um, I should have been thinking mm-hmm. of a question. Um, I'm gonna say take a wild leap. Is this is this game part of Star Wars franchise? No. Okay. Interesting. Nice try though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too easy. So, I play right. other games too. <laughs> so here's what we we know. We know it's a multi-platform mm. game um, on the PS3, Xbox 360, Wii era. Mm-hmm. And we know that it is not an RPG. Yes. That's not very much to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this game published by EA? Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know how yep. many games they published in those five years? <laughs> okay, is, we'll is this a sports game? No. No. I do like we we gotta go for genre. Uh So that, was, this, that was eight is, questions, right? Nine. Yeah. Nine, okay. Is this game from a first-person perspective? No. Okay. Okay. That's question ten. Oh, boy. Halfway there. I'm sorry, I'm thinking very hard. You're okay. I'm thinking as well. Um... <clears throat> Need an answer from me. <laughs> is this... I'm still trying to go with the genre. Is this a fighting game? No. No? Whatever. Uh, is this... Oh, man. Is this game part of a uh, franchise that's still receiving games to this day? No. Like, who's watching what? 
It's not me because <laughs> I can hear um, it. My my roommates were watching Joker, the uh, other. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to turn it down, but these walls are very thin, so. That's okay. Um. Oh man. Um. I think you have you have seven more in a guess. Yes. Goodness. Um. Is this game a platformer? Nope. No. Nope. Yeah, it has made a lot of platformers in the last five years. So. Is this a is this a shooty game? Like, do you have a gun? Yeah. You have a gun. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. You have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Caleb, you've got lucky question number fifth. I'm doing the boss battle music. Oh, I wanted to do it. I had it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I already have it. Well, I never did it. This is question fifteen, Caleb. Oh boy. You do a Whenever you want it. Well, I I'll give it because it's both of you. I'll give you the hint on. At the fourth question, so get two more questions and then you, and I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, how am I graphing my brain trying to think of? That was a Sephiroth bottle theme from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> where, he, where he destroys the solar system to as one of his like big moves. And does damage to you, and then he does it again. <laughs> oh, man. I think I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, it can't be. Because <laughs> you said it already wasn't an RPG. See what you're going for, though. See, part of the problem is I I feel like I didn't play a lot of games from that era. Ah. So. Well, it makes you feel better. I I originally was going to pick a game from uh, from your favorite era. So. Oh. I almost picked Batman Arkham Origins. Oh. <laughs> easy. <laughs> the <laughs> easy collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Rock steady. <laughs> Give us three more rounds and we got it. <laughs> um, boy. So, you know, question fifteen. It's, it's cross console, right? Cross console. Um. not first person it's EA you have a gun <laughs> <laughs> you have a gun alright Caleb let's, let's go question 15 is it is this Assassin's Creed game no it's Assassin's Creed Ubisoft that's Ubisoft um, does this game is this game like a like a period piece? Elaborate for me. Like, does it take place in a certain era that's not like today, like present? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. 
I don't know if that helps. <laughs> it's question 17, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> now you see how I felt for four weeks. <laughs> um, I literally couldn't guess it, but you, you still might get it. So. <laughs> Goodness. Um... It's not an RPG. No. Because <laughs> all the all the games that keep coming to mind are like RPGs. Well, you gotta not think about RPGs. I know. It's my favorite type of game, man. Um have a gun of some kind potentially you know all of these details i just need you to ask me a question i know i'm just uh, um, ask a question caleb and then you get your hint uh, was it a launch um like game was it like it was a game that launched with PS3, Xbox generation. No. Okay. All right. Are you ready for your hint? Yes. You're struggling so much, I'm going to give you a good one. <laughs> All right. The protagonist okay. is mute. Aaron, you're now on question 18. <clears throat> I should know this. It's part of a franchise. It's not receiving games to this day. Are some of the games in the franchise first person? No. Question 19, Caleb. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) I'm trying to think of it. What would be... The problem is there's a lot of mute characters in games. What the heck could this be? Has a sad... I am thinking... Um, and obviously when I say mute, I don't mean like they can't speak. I just yes. mean that they don't. This is it. You have to. You have to. This is the last question, and then both get one guess. Oh goodness! It's so stressful. <laughs> and I will play um, you a snippet of what the game is. Say something, Kayla. I'm thinking. I want to get a good guess. You um, protagonist. Say something. 
this is this is it. Is the protagonist is, is the protagonist male? Yes. Yeah. The protagonist is male. Yes. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any good question. <laughs> All right, Aaron. I need your guess. Uh, is this I don't know is this from Russia with love it is <laughs> they made a game of it they did yeah, yeah. Um, alright Caleb you're up Oh, I guess, and then I'll play you a snippet. We'll see if you can recognize it from the snippet. I'll even play the snippet as a redemption for you. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um. <laughs> Is this game Come on, buddy? Is this Battlefront 2? No, it is not. All right. So, you know what? Forget for for forget the uh forget the redemption, but I will play the snippet from this game that was released October 13th. 2008 from the now dead visceral studios oh dead space yeah i as soon as i said the visceral i was like ah it's dead space dang it man (laughs) what a good game (laughs) and the thing about dead space is that while the protagonist Isaac is mute in the first game. He is not in the second or third game. Uh, yes. I, I was almost going to say that the EA studio that produced this game doesn't exist anymore, but that would have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> so, I don't know. They've closed a lot of studios. They have closed a lot of studios. I had- this role... Visceral was most well known for Dead Space. That's true. I, uh, if I'd asked another question about the gun, I think I would figure it out. Because like the Dead Space like nail gun is so. It's iconic. So, yeah. Iconic. Uh, okay. I did it. See, mom, you said I never amount to anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that's all the time we have for Wisecast this week. I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with Bryant Stinson and Caleb Peeler. You can find me at uh, on Instagram at the Weiss is Right, on Twitter at the Weiss is Right. Find Weisscast at Weisscast. Um, find us on Weisscast.com. If you have any questions, feedback at Weisscast.com. Uh, if you feel like being generous, help us keep the lights on. Send us a buck or two on Patreon. Become a patreon subscriber and you'll get the video version of the episode and all our zaniness um brian where can they find you i'm on instagram and the tweeter oh. caleb what about you you can find me on instagram as uh caleb Peeler. um you can find me on twitter 
Uh, I haven't used it in like three years, but um, low velocity. Low call velocity. Back, look, call back to my uh, old high school gamer tag. There you go. And hey. then uh, um, you can find him on YouTube at Kilo's Corner. Hey, yeah, go go find him on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna send you out with the Crash Bandicoot theme trap remix by Holder on SoundCloud. Enjoy that, and we'll catch you next week. You're caught outside without a face mask. Yeah, be safe.